Welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, Join my Kevin McLaughlin as usual here. Um, we're a lot to, to go through this week's program. We've got interviews with Ronan Curtis. Lots to talk about in the Derry City front. Uh, the match against Shelburne last week. Um, Derry's City's title challenge potentially revived after those results, but huge news in terms of Derry City manager, Kev Rory Higgins, being strongly linked with a, a, a move to, to Barnsley. And that, that's, that's the massive news potentially unfounded. What, what are you hearing on the grapevine? Well, that's some, something that you're hearing too, that he's, he's one of the leading candidates, uh, for the manager's job, obviously Barnsley are still looking for a manager. Michael Duff that was there went to Swansea. It took him a while because Swansea were waiting for their manager. He moved to Southampton and stuff like that there. So it's taken a while. But look, there was a, a lot of speculation that Rory has one of the, the candidates that's possibly in line to, to replace uh, Michael Duff at, at, at Barnsley. And look, if it's true, it's, it's, it's a great it's a great crew for himself, and if mm. he's in line for it, it's, it's a massive club. Like their next Premier League club, League One, trying to get up, they're going to be wanting to say to try and get promotion uh, from League One under the Championship. Like so, it's it's big things. Like uh, it, from a Derry City point of view, it's not you know it's it's not good. Like at this time of the season, you're coming up to Europe. You've got the FAA Cup starting up. As you said earlier, you're you're back on a title hunt after Shamrock Rovers' defeat. I think, like looking at it, there's so many teams that are feeling they're back in it. Some Pats are obviously above there, you know. Yeah. So from a dairy point of view, it's not good timing. Uh, but you know, whether or not talks have taken place or stuff, you know, things would need to move quickly and stuff. But look, there's a few uh, few things that we're hearing from from England and reporters that we know around England and that we know over the years. Uh, that that's what we're sort of hearing. Uh, the, the, the sort of Mutterns coming out from England that Rory is definitely one of the leading candidates to take over at Barnsley. Yeah, it's 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 a shock news, I'm sure, for, for a lot of people, like uh, self included, you know, especially this, this stage of this, this season for Derry, it's the worst possible timing. Like, but it's because Barnsley, as you mentioned, a ma- massive club, um, you know, they're playing League One, but the names that are being linked to that. Managerial uh, post are are big names in terms of England too, and and the, the top play like Chris Wilder, managed the Premier League. I think he's been mentioned. Darren Moore, um, you know Nathan Jones, ex Southampton manager again. So there's a there's there's a short list of managers that are being rumored because they've they've kept things very close to their chest in terms of uh, interview processes and everything else. But according to um, sources and everything else, and 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 the media over there too, they they want somebody in place pretty soon as they would obviously but but maybe as soon as the weekend and uh maybe before that this is up you know the end of the day like they they were extra time away from from getting under the championship obviously they, they, they beat bolton to get under the playoff final sheffield wednesday ironically darren Moore, you're talking about has left sheffield wednesday and he's been rooted of possibly getting on the barns at who one of the candidates but you're right, like they'll want to press ahead. They're gonna be a club that's gonna try and get on the championship. So they'll want a manager in place ASAP, like pre season starting in England. Uh the, the the teams will be playing games. They'll want this ball to be, you know, instead of rolling, they'll want this ball to be down the penalty spot and somebody having the penalty and just getting this ball going and, and getting their 
at the end of the day, their, their, their promotion stroke title hopes, that's what Barnsley's going to be aiming for, and that's the type of club that, as I say, if, if Rory's uh, the man that they're, they're looking for, they're going to be looking for possibly a young, up-and-coming, exciting manager. And to be fair, Rory, that's handball, like, you know, uh, yes, he's young under the game and whatever else, but he's, he's you know, he qualified for Europe two years in a row, he's won the cup, they, a few are a Barnsley looking at the way you know twenty odd thousand down to Aviva the the cup final. Have you used that as your sort of blueprint? Well, it's not a bad blueprint. You hammered him in Duff Shelburne and a cup final in front of that amount of people too. Look, there's so many ups and buts here, but I agree with you. I think if there's going to be an appointment, I think it'll be pretty quickly because as I say, Barnsley lost his seven went in the playoff to to get up, so they're wanting they're going to be knocking that door again this year to try and get promoted. It's it's a fantastic if you think from a personal point of view, a fantastic opportunity for any young young manager, you know. But um and I'm sure if if he is on there, if he has had talks and if he's if he's uh made contact with a club and maybe on their short list or uh who knows. Hopefully we find out this week or with, with press conferences and we get more news. Um it it could obviously um nothing come of it, you know, but uh, I don't think you would begrudge Ray Higgins a, a move if they club like that. If it, if he was, if if it was come to pass, like you know, as a Derry City fan, you'd be you'd be pretty annoyed, particularly because of of how far it's come and, and the promise that this team has and the promise that Ray uh, could potentially deliver a, a league title, you know, in the next year or two. So that's that's what would be pretty galling like, for for Derry fans, but. As I say, you, you couldn't begrudge a, a young manager who, with, with huge ambitions as he as he has. They they make that step. Hundred percent, and like you know, last year we've muted me Notts County. There was talk of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've just got promoted. You know, they had that epic battle with Wrexham to get promoted on the the League Two dollar big club. So you know, it's just a step. It's, uh, look, it's like any line of business. It doesn't matter if you're a footballer. If you're a journalist, if you get a chance to better yourself, yeah. and this is talking as a dairy fan, Barnsley's better than yourself. Let's no, let's not kid ourselves here. While you know everybody can say, "Oh, dairy would hammer Barnsley," no, we're to be realistic here. That's it's league a league professional league. that played in the, in the Premier League, and also were, as I said earlier, extra time away from playing the Championship, where you're, you know, if, if you get promoted, you're playing the likes of Leeds, you no know, big clubs, or you know, so it's look, it's so much. Uh, potential that 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 if they, if they got it, what a job, what a chance! And you're right, dairy fans like any football fan will be like disappointed. Oh no, we've lost our manager. And, oh, I don't think it's you know you're 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 just going to accept it and go look. Mm-hmm. A man's getting a chance to get. You can't you can't be getting opportunities to get go. But as I say, we're we're possibly jumping the gun a bit. You don't yeah. know. But look, that's what the the talk is sort of over the last particularly the last. 24 hours anyway it's been very much muted that uh, Rory's sort of the man that's, a, that, that, that's on the short list for, for Barnsley and these things happen fast as we mentioned Like a, they, they wanted to happen fast but they, they jumped the gun a wee bit further than my fear would be that they would take people away <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, I'm sort of yeah there's a few players and there's, yeah, yeah 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 I'm thinking of a goalkeeper and boy, no I don't know we're all jumping the gun here <laughs> Settle ahead, but let, hopefully we get to clarify this. Obviously, we're recording this on the Tuesday night, and it's 
uh, we'll, we'll hopefully have it with you on Wednesday morning. So even by then, something could have developed here in terms of these stories. Like um, hopefully we get chatting to Roy Higgins in the next 24, 48 hours and see, uh, see his take on it, see if there's any, any um, truth. Any truth to it? And, and if he's still speaking this, if there's no truth to it? <laughs> nah, well, it's not a bad thing to be linked with, uh, with Barnsley, I suppose. Exactly. But before we get back to sort of matters at hand in terms of Derry City, and and he was he was quite pleased in the end and, and Friday night down in uh, Toka Park, considering the way everything went, the sending off the potential penalty that, that wasn't given and the way that they had gone behind, and a place that you, on a team that doesn't concede too many, Kev, it was you get that feeling after we were down uh, at Toka Park, you got the feeling that. I, I'll take that point, especially with the results uh, that went on elsewhere. Big time, and it just, you know, just get that sort of stop the wee rot of, you know, I know it's not a victory yet, but I was sure right, it was a manner of coming back. Ben Doherty scores a fantastic goal, gets him back in it. I have to admit, I thought the tails were up. I thought maybe they could get a second here. The sending off changes everything. There's no denying that. The sending off, which was ridiculous, but look, we're fed up chatting about referees. It was. It was just a ridiculous decision. Uh, they can talk about the analyzed elbow and all this fans, but there was no, there were no malice thrown on it. You can clearly see in the footage, which, which I have to admit, I was surprised that Shelburne actually put on their highlights package, yeah. put that on, put that angle on. I was like, oh, if I, I wouldn't be putting that angle on if I was maybe editing that for my club or whatever. Uh, As, I'm, I'm a wee, I'm Kel- sorry, Kev, I'm a wee, but we were put out, you didn't mention my, my, uh, footage. Oh, uh, that's fan. right. Your, your, <laughs> your video that you showed me at the end of the game was sensational. You got it so well that you couldn't hit the pause button off the screen. So then I actually couldn't see what happened. But yes, then when I seen it on the journal website, I went, oh, fair pity, we got that. But, uh, you know, not you know, bad. but not bad to be fair. You know, it's, it's not your day job. So not bad. But Key and Kevin, as you said too, like um, I was uh, a penalty. What did you think of that too? From looking back, because initially we both thought that 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 penalty all day long. Yeah, hundred percent. Where we're sitting over beside the dog outside, I thought clear penalty. Yeah. To be fair, Mark McCadden, Philip Quinn, both thought the same. I then have to admit, having seen it on YouTube, then the next day the highlights and their angle is facing Key and Kevin the opposite side of the pitch. It looked a wee bit soft, Kane. Maybe I went down a wee bit too, but don't get me wrong, there was a bit of pulling outside the box, so maybe not a penalty, but definitely yeah. he was in the back. So I think from Rui's point of view, if it's penalty and also red card, because of the many second booking, that would have changed the game. Possibly not a penalty, but definitely possibly second booking, because he definitely, starts to pull from outside the box. Yeah, but um, Rob Harvey, like you know, you never know what you're going to get. When he started off and he gave like a, a yellow after about 30 seconds or something to, to a Shells player and I thought oh we're on for an idiot here <laughs> he, he, actually did, he, act, he let a lot of stuff go that they shouldn't let go then during the game I thought and then the yeah. just the sending off uh, no matter what way you take it it's, 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 it's never a red card it, it, it quite clearly just slips we, we, we walked uh, across the pitch and how slippy was that surface like it, yeah. you know it was definitely not a, a, a red card um, and, and the, the the repercussions of that, um, you know, we heard Rory Higgins chat about the, the appeals process and how how it's flawed and pointless. And you know, if they don't appeal that and, and it's not successful, like like Adam O'Reilly is going to miss. He's he's 
already missing the European matches from a ban carried over from last year with some pats. Um, and now he's, he's, he's not going to play a match now domestically too until August. Like, so it's, it's a major rule because he's, he was having good form, wasn't it, his last couple of games? That's the thing. Like, you know, it's like one step forward and 54,000 steps back every sort of <laughs> match or something. Like now, you say, I say not. And normally you're going, right, he must have that game. And it's like, oh, no, it's very much as Europe. So there's another two. And then, right, oh, no, it'll probably cup. add games. That's a cup game. Like, but, so it's just it's just one thing after another. You know, so you're, uh, just when you're right, he's starting to have a bit of stride. He was getting more and more on the games from box to box. And it's just trying to keep boys on the pitch now. That seems to be the problem at the minute. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. O'Reilly should never have been sent off. Uh, so it's not his fault per se, uh, but uh, really, I think it must be just something going. Did I have a black cat? Did I walk underneath <laughs> old ladders or something? What was going on? Like, just no luck, injuries and suspensions. Now it's uh, he's just getting it all. Like maybe that's why he's potentially linked with a Barnsley job. But... <laughs> Um, you wouldn't blame him, like, because uh, he, 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 you just couldn't have any worse luck. You know, it was uh, we talk about people like O'Reilly who had a great game. I thought Diallo was excellent too. I, I, like, see when he's on form and he's playing on the, the front foot. You know, where he's on the ball and on form. Uh, you know, one second balls. The man's fantastic. Like, so guys like that, Ben Doherty, as I said, like Ben Doherty was outstanding attacking outlet on that left wing, that, that wing back role. We chatted them afterwards and. You know, he, he was really effective, wasn't he? Like, you know, in terms of uh, creating chances, he's he's a key man. Oh, yeah, surely. And and you're right, Diallo really impressed, as you say, picking up the second balls, getting on there and just, just getting Derry to get going and get playing, uh, particularly in that, that first half. Uh, he wasn't stacks of possession, great chances. No, I get all that, but just getting Derry in the, in the front foot, Diallo was a big player. For it. And you're right. Ben has been this a revelation. Like he's went on the left back, he's been left wing, he's played in the middle of of, of free and midfield. He's just got so many sort of, you know, things these bow and the left foot and he's finished with sublime. Like I think I think at the time we all again we'll go back there because we're over the opposite side. We all went, that's a good finish, I rock it, but but it was until Saturday I just went, Holy mother of God, the keeper just it was a great finish outside the left oh. foot. Ah, Arrowed on the top corner, cares of no chance. And you sort of wish then you'd sort of move back to your report, but how long I'll change it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a blind using the arms of the us of how good the goal was. Because right. you just went rocket, but no, no, it was more than a rocket when you actually seen it from the other angle. Brilliant. But are you right? He's he's getting forward, he's setting boys up, he's creating chances and look, it's it's he's a big outlet, you know. Obviously we we Michael Duffy been out. He's your sort of you're me and man then, you know, Graydon also out the other side, so he's a big player now they set boys up and to be fair to him, he's stepping up too, so he is. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll hear from Ben here now, just from, uh, we interviewed him uh, on the pitch at, at Toka Park after that one-all draw and let's hear what they say. And it's, I suppose that's a night of mixed emotions, but all things considered, a good, valuable point in the end. It's it, Simon. Um, look, delighted to get on the score sheet. Wish it could have been a winner or, or took us closer to a win, and, and hopefully we could have drove on and got a goal. But 
for the circumstances and I got things considered it was probably a fair enough point in the end and it's it's one we'll take and we'll move on with yeah because the way the game was going I suppose you were disappointed they they conceded that point but but a great response I think it was four minutes you you, you got the ball in the back of the net and what a, a fantastic finish by yourself that's it we were just mm. I think we had the momentum at that stage and then just a wee lapse in concentration from ourselves maybe a harsh decision I think they, bro- they broke away I think we had bodies getting back and I think Adams slipped and the rest he was quick to reach for his red card and I think it was it was very harsh at the time seeing it back I think it is harsh and I think there was a penalty on there as well for us but Lock them. That's the decisions you hope just turn for you now between now and the end of the season. Hopefully, we get one of those. Yeah, coming down, they took a park. It's always fine margins, isn't it? So you're all, you know what you're up against. The resolute, uh, strong defensive unit as well too. They did have their chances, but um, you know, uh, as he said, you had the penalty, the red card. They they come out with, with real character here, like in a point. And the way things went tonight, and, and the other results as well too. You've, you've got to be like slightly, you know, satisfied with with the, the job that you've done. I, look, as I say, all things considered, it's probably a good point for us. But I think if we we keep eleven men on the pitch, we, there was only one team going to win it. As you say, they have they have good attacking threat in the top end of the pitch. Um, it's 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 good when you're able to bring someone like Sean Boyd on and play the ball up to him, and have players like Jack Moylan and that running off from there from Caffrey, all top quality players. But I thought we dealt well with them in the first half, especially, and then second half maybe when we went down to ten, they maybe got a bit more space, but. We had a we had a precaution in the one and, and try and go and win the game and as you say it's not a nice place to come. Um, they're well organised, best defensive record in the league. They're they're well set up. So look, fair, fair, it's it's a good point all things yeah. considered. As you say, you were a real attacking outlet on that left as well. Too. You seem to be enjoying yourself out there and then the cap it off with, with that stone finish. You, you couldn't have had it much sweeter, could you? That's it. The, the gaffers moved me up and they we've with a wing-back sort of role now where I can get that wee bit more advanced that's where I like to play coming onto the ball and putting balls under the box and when we had the two boys in there at the end it, it gave me something they hit and you, when you have people like Brandon Cadena playing off that I can I can play off um, and get myself higher up the pitch look I'm, I'm someone that bases myself off numbers and goals and assists it's, mm-hmm. they've been good my whole career and hopefully I can keep adding this year yeah going up the road with a point obviously you surrendered second spot they pass so you're in a good bit of form but but close the gap on the on the leaders they uh, they six points as well too so um you know there's still lots they play for and it just shows the unpredictable nature of this league doesn't it that's it we're, we're a point closer to the rovers than we were yesterday and that's, that's a positive we have to take from the game we have a week now to try and get some match winners back under the team first leg at home and we go again and, and hopefully the next few weeks the this league's crazy it's week by week the table's always changing so look we'll look after ourselves um, and in a few weeks we'll see where we're at well a happy Ben Doherty there uh, happy that you know he gets his goal shall we say annoyed <laughs> about a few decisions that went against uh, his team we felt and he's not far wrong to be fair to no but um, you know he, he, he mentioned there in that interview about how much he's enjoying uh playing that wing back role, you know, where he's, he, he, it's all about the numbers for him. It always was like, you know, hey, the new chat, um, when he was at Glen Avon, um, you, you know, you, you were chatting about his, how, how they really rated him as a player in terms of his, his numbers, about assists and his goals. And that, that seems they have been carried over because, you know, it was a Gary Hamill, wasn't it? It was, he mentioned, yeah. about, you know, this guy, he, he won't produce the numbers, but, um, you know, he, he says he says there to uh, in that interview about you know 
that's what I want. I want to increase these numbers. I want to get involved in this. I want to be further up that pitch. You know, he did a really good job defensively against Neil Ferrugia and, and Tala as well, too, where he was, how much has he come on from that first game in Tala where Neil Ferrugia just gave him a total nightmare down uh-huh. that right wing. Like, but, um, so he, he's very conscious of being involved in that, that final third of the pitch. Um, now, we're, we're hearing to you a potential new signing for Derry, um, a striker coming on, you know, whether uh, that, that, Comes to pass as well too. We'll see in the, the coming days. Um, Darren Darren Mullen from Dundee is the man that's been been heavily linked with a move. But any any kind of striker you know, gets that that has the delivery that the Ben's going to give them provide there. You know they're, they're going to score goals. Um, and obviously Paul McMullen on the other side as well too. Is, uh, Mickey Duffy when he comes back. So there is. There's a there's a lot to be excited about in terms of that final third, which we, which has been letting us down for the last the last number of weeks. That's exactly it, and you know what I mean. You, you, you get if Daniel Mullen happens, and you get him in, and you, you know obviously Paul McMullen just getting up to fitness. Mm. Uh, hopefully, like we were down, obviously at Tolkien, you've seen Mickey Duffy, uh, McMullen patching, and. Jackie, Kieran Harkin, two out run before the game. It's, you know, you sort of sit there going, God, is that a bit, a bit a say 40 start lineup. <laughs> but no, look, you're right. Then if you get another uh, striker on there, look, at the end of the day, it just hasn't, goal scoring has been a problem. There's no two ways about it. And, and you know, it's not just the strikers, to be fair, and you can't blame all Jimmy and, and Keane Kevin. It's it's the, the team goal scoring has been a problem. Uh, your top scorers Ben Doherty. So you know, and we're not taking nothing away from Ben, but if you want to be up challenging for league titles and whatever, you you need to have maybe one boy scoring about ten or fifteen goals, and then a few others maybe scoring six or seven. Like Chris Forrester's top scorer in the league, I think with eleven odd goals. You know, Pat Hoobin's starting to score away. You know, you, you do need somebody to hit that double figures, and at the minute. Ben Doherty's the only closest one for Derry to do it. Like so, it's just <laughs> if if this man can do it, and if he does come in, Mullen, then uh, you know he could be the, the wee spark that Derry need because as I says earlier, this league title race is it's it's you know while it was doom and gloom, but Shamrock Rovers like he looked at the performance against Dundalk, Dundalk really got at them. Hoobin's got an unbelievable header, and some Pats are getting results, so everybody's. And they're fighting away. If Dundalk won, they go above Derry. If Bulls won their two games in hand, they go above Derry. So there's like four teams all fighting amongst each other, which is good if you're the chasing pack. If you're some Pats, Derry, Dundalk, Bulls, trying to catch overs because everybody has to give their all in every game. There are no, there are no gimmies, as they would say. Like. Yeah. Well, that's it. You look at... Like I think Derry don't have to go. It's at six points now. You know, it was seven, and it could have been ten. It could have been, you know, uh, that, that would have been a uh, Rovers had a one, and, and Derry had a loss that took and took apart. But they done the six points, and when you look at the the matches they've left, they don't have to go to Tala. They don't have to go to Talk Park. They have to go to Daly Mount, but they've got a decent record in Daly Mount. Rovers, on the other hand, have to go to Talk. Pats have to go to Talk. Rovers, I think, have to go to Richmond Park as well, too, don't they? So, you know, it's, uh, that that was always, I think, that, like talking to the, 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 some of our coaches bef- before 
um, the break as well too. They were that they they were very that was very much in their heads. All the the calendar has has been tough for us. The first part of it after the break. On paper, it's 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 not as difficult in terms of your away fixtures, but it's it's, it's a it's a brand. <laughs> Sometimes it's been letting them down, but in but, theory, in theory, it's going to be it's not going to be easy for Rovers, and there's going to be a lot of points dropped from from now to the end of the season. Well, well, this is it, like, and as I say, you know, the M4 team in the league is some packs are flying, and and, and Dundalk, who were dead and buried a couple of weeks ago, are now starting to hit a bit of form. Look. Derry's point of view is if you could go on a run a la St. Pat's, I think it's like seven or eight out of their last nine or something like that, when they've won, that changes everything. It really does. If Derry can start changing a few of these draws and these victories, you're right bank slam in the middle of it. Now, I'm not saying they're not in the middle of it. Of course you are. But, you know, you'd be closing that gap and that's going to be changed. It's just changing them draws, as I say, and the victories. And it's... A completely different ball game, like. Well, you chat, not just chatting to Ben, Ben Doherty, like he, they, they do have that belief that that all's not lost here. Like they're still on the hunt. Um, you know, there are things we we were Higgins if anything comes of that, you know, that that would be a massive blow, obviously, like you know. But if 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 it was if he was to leave, um, everything else. You know, as 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 just positives in terms of players coming back, as you mentioned, I I I'm called your man Darnmon, Dannymon. I know Darnmon, <laughs> but but Dannymon is the guy who's been linked, and he's now is in terms of goals, his record's not fantastic, uh, Kevin. You know, he's not prolific with his goals. Are from just just looking at it now, um, if he does come, if he is. He's, he's been heavily linked. He played under Oren Kearney, and I'm sure Oren Kearney knows him very well. Like, but he's uh, it, it's just a, it's a guy who can find the back end of the net. You know, that's that's what we need. That's what's going to push us towards a, a title push, and and hopefully he's the man. If 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 he's the man. <laughs> well, this is up there. I have a lot of thoughts, but it's not even. I agree that yes, a striker. But as I said earlier, you, you need more than just. You know, you need boys in the box to help out the strikers. You can't be just up there on your own or the wingers have to put crosses in. McMullen's as a buggy, you know, he's it's how how he plays, getting the piling, getting crosses on. Uh and you know, you sort of have to see how things go and, and, and what sort of happens. But you know, if, if you do bring in uh Mullen, you're sort of looking at things and going, here, hold on a minute, you, you know Keen Cavanagh, Jim McGonagall, uh, how do you fit all these boys on? Like? Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. Um, ta- talking about strikers, um, well, I was at the Brandywell earlier today, and, and Ronan Curtis, uh, now with Portsmouth, obviously, well, out of contract with Portsmouth, was, was there. They, they uh, helped launch the Ryan McBride Foundation uh, Summer Cup. Um, it was a great, great. I think it was about eighty kids over for the first session. And then the young, uh, the younger kids then came on. So it was a massive turnout uh, for that. I got chatting them about. Um, obviously, he's, he's out with an ACL injury. He came out in social media recently and 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 basically said why he turned down a contract from Portsmouth. That uh, was a sort of kind of derisory offer they gave him in terms of a contract and what he had been on originally as a player who was the longest serving player. So he, he talks a wee bit about that now. He talks about 
finishes off obviously about about Derry City and has sort of memories of going on to Europe just as Derry are, are preparing for a trip to the Faroe. So let's listen to the, the, the Ronan Curtis here. I'm joined here by Ronan Curtis at the Ryan Grade. Uh, Foundation Summer Camp here at the Brandywell. It's great to have you, uh, Ronan, on, on the, the podcast as well too. So, uh, familiar face around the Brandywell, yeah. great to see you again. That's it, it's good to be back. Good to be back in the old stamping ground now, so it's not that much of a good day, but uh, it's all about the kids and enjoying it. Yeah. And it's a fantastic project, the Ryan McGrath Foundation, obviously, uh, they do a lot of great work. Um, you used to be a former teammate of yourself, the late Ryan McBride fantastic story he has and, and what the foundation have done for the area and the kids in the area is, 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 is great and it's great to be involved I'm sure. That's it yeah it's lovely to be involved uh, an honour to be involved really Ryan's one of my good knuckles back in the day uh, sadly obviously we all know what happened uh, the warrior on the pitch had a had the privilege, uh, privilege to play with him for five six years um, but no we growing up we never had stuff like this and it's amazing that the foundation's doing it for Ryan and it's good to bring all the kids in together and it's not just boys, it's girls as well coming in now and it's amazing to see and it's good for the community as well. Yeah, that's, that's great for you to, to sort of, you, you remember your roots, you remember where you've come from, obviously you've had a fantastic career over in England um, since you left the brand well, so it's, it's always nice to get back to. Yeah, it's lovely to get back, our family's from here anyway, so every time I can I'll get back to watch a game or two and uh, see, see the family and just to be a part with all the kids because kids growing up they look at their idols they want to be footballers like Messi, Ronaldo and it's just nice to give them that little bit of hope and, and see where it goes but at that age for these kids it's just about enjoying it and yeah. having fun Yeah, the, the Foy Cup's coming up as well too and our fantastic yeah. uh, tournament for, for youngsters but the, things like these summer camps especially during, during the summer keep them interested in if they're if they're, they're D&D games or the, or the, sure. the youth, youth clubs are, are, are funny stuff for the summer it's good they have something like that they, they keep them active isn't it? Yeah 100% like you said there's it's good there's, there's a few competitions on this week other other little teams and obviously the brandy wells on now and ryan ryan's foundation's got a competition on and like you said the four cups coming up next week or a couple of weeks and it's just an amazing couple of a uh, couple of weeks ahead and for the kids it's all about the kids really isn't it mm-hmm. just enjoying it having fun getting them out of the house mm-hmm. not falling into bad habits at their age but um no that it looks amazing and it's a good setup here today yeah, your own story, your football journey as an inspiration. I want to they've been many people around here as well. But but Ryan McBride's obviously he loved just over in Bluebell Gardens, and yeah. and it was always his dream to play for Derry City as well That's too. It. So so his, his story really is inspirational, isn't it? It is. Of course, it is. He always he, mm. he, he he never cared about the big teams in England, and mm. all he said when he was growing up, oh, I wanted to play for Derry City, and he done it. And it's an inspiration to him and his family, and God bless his soul. He's he played. There, he scored some amount of goals, and he's just a warrior on the pitch, a true, true leader. And sadly, missed every, 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 every day of the week. Yeah, we well, were hearing about the, the some funding cuts for the foundation, so hopefully, yeah. hopefully they can rectify that, get get the, yeah. the financial resources they to keep it alive, just just for, for Ryan's name, I suppose. Yeah, hundred percent, just for his name, his legacy, obviously what he's done for this mm. for the city and this this football club. And it's sad to hear that because he's he's, he's such a such a good lad and everything that's been cut right now it needs to get sorted and hopefully it will get sorted sooner rather than later. In terms of yourself obviously uh, you've come back from that ACL which is a horrendous injury as well too and the timing of that with the, with the contract talks coming up as well too 
couldn't have been any worse for one of we chatted about it before. Yeah, no, it couldn't have come at any time worse, but God has a plan, hopefully. Uh, what I say is what goes around comes around, and hopefully, obviously, I've got another couple of months, then I could, um, September, I'll be back flying, uh, pass a medical and see what happens from there. If I stay with Portsmouth or I leave, um, still on, ongoing talks with that contract situation there. But um, I'm just enjoying my time off now. Keep training, obviously. I'm in the gym every day, working on strengthening my leg now. And I'm back running. Next couple of weeks, I'm back running straight lines. And then in September, I'm back fully sprinting, twisting and turning. So the next next few months is, is vital for me now. And just can't wait to get back out there. So that's that. You're actually ahead of schedule, are you? I'm ahead of schedule, yeah. yeah. I've seen the surgeon uh, two Wednesdays ago. And he said it's amazing. It looks it looks really really good. Um, he tested the leg, done all the moves and stuff like that. And he said, "Oh, you're, you're bang on schedule. You're pop, like you're flying." So that was a relief for me, to be fair. And um, uh, we just got to see now. In the next couple of weeks, months ahead, it's it's, it's going to be tough, obviously. But um, I've done it before, and I can do it again. Yeah. Obviously, um, you came out with it on social media with a post that they clarified a situation and stuff. Yeah. You had been offered uh, reduced sort of terms at, yeah. at Portsmouth, like which is uh, considering the the, the loyalty because you had a couple of chances to leave that club and, yeah. and you know you know you're disappointed. You can you can sort of yeah. detect that. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing yeah. for me personally for what I've done for the club for the city. Um, been there. F- this is my sixth year. If I stay, uh, longest servant at the club. Uh, highest goal scorer and for them to offer me such a poor contract in my eyes um, wouldn't support me and my family outside of football and for me it's not about me no more it's about my kids I've got two lovely kids I've got a son and a daughter and a missus and the, the wages that they wanted to give me would not have like stable my family so I'll just wait I'll play it by year and hopefully in September I'll come back flying and if they want me, they can offer me something, but if not, we'll be packing our bags and going somewhere else. But that's not the plan, obviously. I love the city, and this is from the city, so and my baby was born there. Mm. So I'm in no rush to leave. I'd love, I'd love to stay, but if it has to come to that, it comes to that. Yeah, you have a real affiliation for, for the place, and it's a, it's a lovely place they, they, they yeah. bring their children up to. Yeah, it's lovely yeah. down the south coast, mm. like beautiful weather. Not too good in the winter, but now nah, it's like anywhere. But nah, it's a beautiful city, and... Um, Sad to to make it end like this. Obviously, when I'm injured, but um, what can you do? You just got to get on with it. Yeah, and and as we mentioned there, like you did have opportunities they they leave as well too. And your Lord, they was tested. You stood stood by the club. You, you you felt that was the best place for you at the time. And um, have you got any like offers elsewhere? Obviously, it's it's, it's when you're when you're out injured, it's yeah. difficult for for clubs to take a chance, you know. But yeah. you you confidence you're going to come back stronger. Oh, 100 percent. I back myself 100, 100 times. Uh, I'll come back fitter, stronger, and I'll be ready to go when I can kick that first ball on a match day. So, um, yeah, there's, there's there's clubs interested. There's been clubs interested from the first year I've joined Portsmouth because of the numbers I've been hitting. So, the sooner I get back out there and play a couple of games or pass a medical, then teams will teams will see. And just just uh, talk, sort of change that they Derry City, obviously uh, talking about affiliations for a club. You know, I suppose you, you feel like you owe Derry City a lot too for the way you, your your career um, went as well to here, and, and what you what you give back to the club as well was phenomenal. But um, it's good to see them going well as well. Oh, amazing! Yeah, it's lovely to see. Mm. Like we've got some fantastic players coming through the youth and the first team, and they they haven't got the results they wanted in the last couple of weeks. Mm. But I'm, I'm sure they'll come back and they'll start flying again. Like. They won the FAI Cup for Arnold last year. And mm. Things are only get, going to get better and better, but 
it takes time for these things and all I'd say is keep the fans to stay on the side and keep backing Derry and sticking with the players because we've got a good team, a very good team and I think that this team can go places. If they go to the Ferals for the um, European first round qualifier next week, like it's always interesting. You played in Europe as well. Yeah. Yeah, not, not amazing memories, I suppose, no. but, it was, but it's good. Like I think we had Michelin and, uh, yeah. and Danny Munsk as well, yeah. too. So uh, those were the two, two involvements two in Europe you had, was it, Rona? Yeah, that was the two involvements I had. Michelin, I scored against them. I know it wasn't great, obviously, 6 1, but uh, <laughs> they were a fantastic team. Yeah. Um, but no, take nothing away from it. It's an amazing feeling when you. A small city like Derry is, and you're going to play in Europe, and fans giving you a little bit of hope to see if you can try and get a goal here or get a win, a sneaky win or something. But no, it's amazing, obviously, and it'll be a hard game for Derry. Um, but I've no doubt they. I've seen them play here many times, and they can, when they want to turn it on, they can turn it on. And like they've done well in the league, um, and I think now if they if they, if they can get a result away over there, then they can bring it back here and hopefully get a win. So Kev, like you, you know, Robert Ronan's like, he sort of wears his heart in his sleeve and he's, he's disappointed about the way things have gone Portsmouth. Um, but, but he's, he had offers too, so he would stay loyal to them, as you know, like, you know, during the season and the season before, he's had a couple of offers to go elsewhere. So he's a wee bit disappointed that, uh, not to get that contract, but, but on course. In terms of his uh, recovery, hopefully he'll be back this September. You, you'd imagine he'll get another club over there if it's not Portsmouth and they don't come back with another offer. Well, this is happy. He's backing himself and that's credit to him. I think it must be so hard about that sort of playing for Derry City and a winger mentality. You back yourself like Alexa <laughs> Jean. He would have backed himself. And uh, look, he, he he's going to be fucking off. It's just about himself getting over the ACL, getting rid of the rumble and... I agree. We like the you no. Know, there was a lot of talk of championship clubs were looking at them not so long ago, you know. So he has to look at that. They was in Stephen Kenny's Ireland squad not so long ago. So it's the you know, type of things that they take the positives and they have to think about them things and just get himself fit. He has to get himself fit. He gets that. Then the world is oyster. He has to then go back and prove to people, look, I haven't gone away. I'm still here. I'm red. They rock and you know I'm red. They rumble. So just that's give me a go, basically. And that's. That's what you have to do when you come back from an injury. And I'll, I'll, you know, he live enough offers. I've no doubt about it. Ronan will yeah. definitely have the offers. He mentioned there has a couple of experiences in Europe where against Michelin. What's he scored against? But not yeah. really right home about because you're getting hammered. But um, so Michelin, the Danish crowd, like, and uh, Dinamo Munsk as well too, which. Uh, you know, it was done goalie plan either, like, but but gave a good go out there. I remember in the second leg, but yeah. those were his two experiences in Europe. Finally remembered for being playing in Europe, I suppose. Like, but he he reckons that they're going for a tough one now next week against um against Torshavan as well. Like, you know, just so there's nothing. You know, everybody see, seeing them as a, as as, a, as an easy passage under the next round, but um, maybe not so much, Kev, like, you know, according to the Ronan Curtis. No, well, it's basically, you know, having to be fair looked at a sort of few of the results that they're having recently, like, you know, they've were they, they they've lost, drew and lost there, so they've lost. They haven't won their last three, but that doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day, Europe, for any fair winnings team, uh, playing for their country or playing for uh, a team in Europe, 
you basically you're on your shop window. This is your chance to shine, and and, and you know you might get a move to the League of Ireland, my dairy, or whatever else. You know, there's been many a person done that. That that's happened. You know, uh, you look there a couple of weeks ago. James McLean was denied by Dundalk centre half playing. You know what I mean? So that says it all. Like it, it's these are the games where these boys can show their talents and show show what they're worth. So they're going to give their all and. Derry, they're not going to get nothing easy. Like there's no two ways about that. And so, but from Derry's point of view, yes, you know they're going to they they are probably going to gun it as favourites. They they go through particularly with the second leg back at the Brandingle. But Derry have to do their stuff and and get at it. But I think Ronan's right. You know, look playing at their national level, amount of times Ireland in recent times where they're going to have this crowd, they're going to do this, going to do that. Might the breakthrough might not came the second half, and that's that's what happens because everybody's well coached, they're well drilled. Uh, obviously Brian Kerr and Johnny McDonald were out there a number of years ago, and I know Brian put a lot of work on a lot of sort of sessions and training and stuff they got there, and they're all still in place. A lot of things they got like so, that's things they got there where, you know, that 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 won't be as easy as people think, but don't get me wrong. All the teams you could have got, you would have says, "I look him with the team in the fair winners to get through, particularly you're at home in the second leg." Yeah, well, so, um, that's a big, big part of it. Like, but uh, I'm hoping they get in chat and do the the tours of the manager in the next couple of days too. I'm going to do my best. I was going to say Steve McLaren or, or even Stevie G. They were here, Stevie G. Speaking Arabic, can they? Like, I can't slag. I, I that's what I was going to get to. I met you. You're more Julie Barton. Stay, stay, stay because these people taking a hand at me. So I know. Look, I'm not shy. Stephen Clark or Stevie G. I, I'm very prone to that too. <laughs> well, that's it. I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully bring you that interview next week because we're actually going to be uh, out there and do the podcast from Torshavn. Like, and thanks to uh, just Fabe Omas Japan uh, for for sponsoring the journal trip over. You know, so it's um, but but that should be interesting, Kev. Like, we'll be over there. And, um, maybe get a couple of locals on, like you know, see see how it's see how the the land lies, like, and and uh, just in the lead up to the match on the Thursday. Well, this is something. There's I know there's a few. Uh, as I say, we've got a few dairy fans going too, and the the charter and stuff like that. There and boys are playing trains and automobiles too. A few other people are doing different flights. Dublin, the Copenhagen, Copenhagen on, and so look, it'll be an interesting trip, and we'll. Well, well, as you say, we'll we'll bring it next week or, or when we're out there, sir, and we'll we'll see how that goes. And uh, so it'll be not interesting. We'll we'll hear your great interview with the Turk Seven manager. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be disappointed. Uh, I remember Joey Barton too. Joey Barton was excellent. Uh, I know I want to use uh, at Marseille giving it loads too. He's doing a very French. How do you sound very French? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose like we we got that they look forward to next week. Got up to the 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 fairways, but um, I suppose matters at hand here. Um, we've got a match. Obviously, Sligo are playing Derry, so they they get a one last weekend. As as Ray Higgins laughed about, you know, afterwards, you know, they 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 couldn't buy a one, and then to play Derry City next week, let's let's turn it on, and uh, that was a shock result. Well, that's just that, like, and you just look at it and you see them, and nobody's seen that result coming because, like, we were sitting in the press box and we all sort of looked at each other. Um, we didn't even get the Dundalk Shamrock Rovers. We just went, Slagos two up against Bows. And then it was like, Slagos three up against Bows. You know, it just, 
nobody's seen that coming. But there's like there's a few Tuesdays on next, you know, Friday night, Bows Dundalk, Shamrock Rovers looking to bounce back away at Drada, who's had a few wee results against them before, and formed some Pats of fans their chances home to Cork and Shelburne travelling to UCD, uh, so you would expect Shells to pick up the victory there, no disrespect to UCD. But after they're getting the hiding against some Pats, but no, look, there's tasty fixtures here, but from Derry's point of view, Simon, like, I know we keep saying this, mm. they really do have to start winning. If they harbour hopes to get up this table and challenge for a league title, you have to be winning. Like, it, 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 like it's, it's, you know, you can't bet about the bush anymore. You know what I mean? It's, games, like, you know, if so uh, I would expect if they want to go straight to their predictions, Kev, I would... Uh, I would expect that a dairy one here, no matter what. Like Shelburne, or sorry, not Shelburne, Sligo have been a tough opposition for us. Like in terms of even at the Brandywell, where they had their two, they had their chances, and and you know, so they obviously beat us down there, uh, which was a really disappointing. That started their rut, didn't it? So, well, it's just up, like you're no denying that. I'm like you know, Derry's form too. To be honest, it's it's one one and seven. You know, so you're sort of going, right, you need to get a few ones here. Well, you know, and, and it would be a nice time to do it at home. They, they slago, uh, and, and, but look, at, you're right, they've had tough games against them this year. Slego have put it up them. They've obviously bit them a couple of weeks ago, or May, I think it might have been there, whatever, June, down there. Uh, and they, and they drew at the brandy one. To be fair, Ben Dorney alluded to that after the interviews. He discussed that and says, Listen, they've turned us over once and they've taken a point at the Brandywell. So, in the further comments, we owe them. It's good. It's a good attitude they have too because they definitely, they, they, the pressure's on this one. Like, so, well, who knows what the atmosphere is going to be like around the Brandywell. You know, we have this news submerging as well too, but hopefully it's buoyant with new players coming in. Um, you know, we get to see Paul, Paul McMullen as well too. Like, I, I, I was chatting to Mark Conley about him. He played with him in Dundee and he thinks he's a top player. Like, you know, he's going to create a lot of, these, uh, defenders don't know too much about him too. The wing backs or left back, right back, wherever he, he's, he's going to play in that right wing, we reckon. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see him and what he can produce. Um, I, I'm going to go in terms of predictions. I'm going to go 2 0 there right here. Um, which is a big shout considering that they've been conceding and haven't been scoring too many. But two 0 <laughs> Well, I, I'm I'm probably I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two one because I think to be fair, Mata is still a threat. Uh, they're gonna come with their tails up after the victory uh, against Bo. So, uh, but because they need the one, let's call speed a speed. They're at home. They're running out of matches. They need to run and get a run going. And it would be nice to get a run going, get into Europe, give them that wee boost going on there. And then hopefully you get maybe a couple of ones. Because, you know, you don't play in the league again for, you know, weeks. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, it's it's, it's Sligo, then it's Europe, then it's FAI Cup, then it's possibly Europe again, you know. So you need to start getting victories. So, uh, yeah, I'm going for 2-1, Derry. Yeah, well, that's up to you. Get a one. Park the league and then look forward to these European matches and then obviously the, the cup match, which is was confirmed on the, the Sunday as well too after the European match. So a lot of huge matches coming coming up. Like uh, stay tuned for, and, and with, with the Dairy Journal as well to the website. I'm sure we'll have updates on everything that's happening and uh, 
uh, get a get a preview and get chatting to Rory Higgins about that 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 Barnsley link as well too. I suppose. Um, as I said, like we'll be next time we'll be chatting, we'll be out there in uh, Torchman in the Faroe Islands. Hopefully, just looking forward to the the match the following day. So, as I said, we normally be on the Wednesday morning. Probably, probably get it out there for for Wednesday afternoon. Uh, if Kev doesn't have too many pints on him, like and oh, hi, pints of milk. But um, no, we're looking looking forward to that getting getting away to Europe as well too. But before that, massive game Friday night. Let's hope we get get the one, folks. Listen, that's brilliant there. And as you say, Simon, hopefully it is a victory. And well, we'll speak to everybody next week from the fair weddings. So see you next week. We'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any silly fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also keep an eye on social media on Twitter at dairyjournal and on Instagram at dairyjournal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Dairy City Football Club.